Welcome to the Connecting Place podcast. Here is Pastor Joe Caminetti. This weekend is called Connect Group Weekend. And as I uh, stand in front of you, I realize the majority of you in this room, you, you have a, what you would call a close friend or a best friend. And uh, I'm so thankful for the close friends in my life. And uh, I remember four or five years ago, Gene uh, and I had, we, we were leaning pretty strong about just resigning from pastors here, being the pastors and moving to Chicago. And we were thinking about just pioneering a church in Chicago. And I called one of my closest friends uh, and, and I, I let him know. And the words that came out of his mouth were, um, I, I'm going to be up there tomorrow or the next day. I'm going to jump on a plane. And I, I want to just talk to you face to face. And he did. He jumped on a plane. He came up here. He, he talked to me and Gina face to face. And uh, he walked me through a, a decision in my life and a difficult time in my life. And obviously I stayed. And obviously we've seen some incredible fruit uh, as a result of that. But when I think of a close friend, I think of a guy that would buy a plane ticket, would come spend a day or two with you and would put his time into your life to help you when you're going through a difficult time. That's a close friend. Close friends also speak things into your life that you need to hear. And again, the average person in America has two close friends. So I would think most of you in this room have a close friend. And uh, I love this scripture here, Ecclesiastes 4.12. It says, by yourself, you're unprotected. With a friend, you can face the worst. Can you round up a third friend? A three-stranded rope isn't easily snapped. And I, you see what I highlighted? With a friend, you can face the worst. Now, again, most of you have that close friend. You have a couple close friends. And that's really good, and that's important, and that's something you need. But sometimes when we do have those close friends, we don't think it's necessary to make new friends or meet new people and that's something I had to deal with. I remember when the church was young, and as a young church, uh, we had services like this, but we were not doing what we call connect groups, those small groups. We weren't doing those. And I remember my wife telling me, uh, we should do connect groups, and some other leaders saying, we should do connect groups. And I would just look at them and say, why? I, I have all the friends I need. I don't have really any needs in my life. And I just didn't understand the biblical principle that I'm going to teach you today that can literally change our lives. And I also realize there's some of you, you're new to Christianity, and being new to Christianity, you may not have a best friend anymore. I remember when I accepted Christ, my best friends that I was really close to, when I start going to church and stop doing some things with them, they didn't want to be my friends anymore. And it took me a while to make some new friends. So some of you may be here like this, but when I think of connect groups, I want to make sure you don't sit here thinking, well, I'm okay, got all the friends and family I need, and I want to do my best today to show you why it's necessary to have some really close friends, because I believe the Bible really talks about this and brings it out real clear. So we've made it one of our core values here at Believers, and it's just real simple. We're better together, and uh, here, here's what we mean by that. We are convinced that life is not meant to be lived alone, and we are committed to building a culture of authentic community. We recognize our innate need for each other, and we create environments to connect in a real way. So as I stand here today, I have held 
connect groups where hundreds of you have gone through the groups. And it's amazing what happens. Before I did the group, I may have known your name. I may not have known your name. I knew your face. But now I walk into lobbies and I see men and I see ladies. Now not only do I know their name, I know their story. I know a lot of things about them. I know the depth of what's inside of them. I know uh, where they're at in God. And it's just the most remarkable thing. And as we begin to do life together, one of the things I want to bring out and make really clear today is that it causes us to grow spiritually. And in order for us to have spiritual growth at the highest level, we have to do life together. And uh, here's the thought I want you to walk out. Remember, hopefully... Uh, the rest of your life, and it's a really cool thought. We'll never come full circle until we live in a circle, and living in a circle is referring to a connect group, and what we're doing right now is what we would call rows, and rows are important. Um, this is an important part of your spiritual growth, and in order for you to grow spiritually, you have to sit in rows, but when you sit in rows, I'm a talking head, and for someone like me, this is, this is heaven. I, I get to talk without any interruptions. And uh, when I'm at home with the family, I, ha I have to get a word in there. And then other people talk, then I have to force another word in there. And, uh, I, but here, I just get to talk the whole 30 minutes, and it's, it's a blast. So I enjoy this. Uh, but guess what? You're sitting there and just listening. Now, that's an important part of your spiritual growth. In order for you to grow spiritually, you need to be in rows. But in order for you to come full circle, you also need to live in a circle. And this is something you need to do on a regular basis. Living in a circle, you still may go over curriculum, you may go over a teaching, but then you sit and you interact and you talk about it and you ask questions and other people ask questions and, and you guys begin to minister life one to another. And that's what it means to live full circle. Now, I'll never forget this guy uh, when I was in Bible school. He, he was from Oklahoma. His name was Ron Beatty. And uh, we found Ron, some of the guys, I was the young adults pastor at the church. And uh, some of the guys found Ron uh, sleeping in his car one night. So uh, he was a homeless guy. He did have a car. General hygienes were terrible. Um, he was Ill illiterate. He could not read. And uh, he was an angry racist, just an angry, angry racist. And they brought him to church. And Ron accepted Christ, and Ron began to come to Rose. But then he began to come to Circles, our young adult ministry. And after two years, I saw God do a transformation in this guy that was absolutely remarkable. Uh, he learned to read. His general hygiene went way up. He smelled good. He looked good. He got a job full time. He had an apartment. He ran a camera in our church services. I mean, that's absolutely remarkable. And when I was just leaving to come start Believers, uh, he had a girlfriend. Then I called him a year or so later. He got married, and he had some little Rons. And uh, Ron did a, he did a turnaround. And, 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 and in order to do a turnaround like that, you, you have to, you have to live in circles. You, you, you'll never come full circle till you live in a circle. Now, most of you in this room, you're not that extreme. You don't have those types of Ron problems. But what I want to help you see today is spiritual growth comes from rows 
and also from circles. And I have a text that's just really awesome that I want to read to you. And it's out of the book of Ephesians, and it reads like this. It, it says, at verse, chapter 4, verse 11, It was he, Jesus, who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers. Verse 12, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Now, if you've been around a while, you understand verse 11. If you're newer, you don't understand verse 11. Verse 11 is what we call the fivefold ministry gifts. That's because there's five of them, and Jesus gave these gifts for a purpose. And I stand in the gift of a pastor slash teacher. We just had John Jacobs in. He stands in the office of an evangelist. When I bring missionaries in, they're in the office of an apostle. And in order for you to be prepared and to grow spiritually, you need to sit under these gifts. And so that's why you're here. That's why, that's why you're doing rows. This is really, really important, rows. But then notice verse 12. It says to prepare God's people. So why am I doing this? To prepare you. What am I preparing you for? It, it says for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. So I'm preparing you to do something that will cause the body of Christ to grow into its fullness. I like the way the Amplified Bible translates verse 12. It reads like this. His intention was the perfecting and fulfill or full equipping of the saints, his consecrated people, the Christians, that they should do the work of ministering towards building up Christ's body, the church. So we do rows to get some equipping, just to grow spiritually. So then we can do circles. <laughs> we can begin to minister to each other. You, you minister to one another in circles. And I'm so thankful for our volunteers. So you guys are being equipped to volunteer, and that's really important. But also, as far as spiritual growth goes, ministering to each other in circles is very important. And you might be sitting here thinking, well, I don't have anything to give. Well, then you go to receive. But I'll tell you what, I have done hundreds of people, worked with hundreds of people through small groups, 20 at a time, 30 at a time. I have sat in small groups and I have had scripture open up to me from people in that group. And they said things from what they saw that scripture that literally impacted and changed my life. I would take notes and think, I need this for my next sermon. This is absolutely incredible. It's good stuff. And so you minister and you're ministered to. And, and here's the conclusion. Take a look at verse 13. It, it just says this, until we reach the unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the full measure of the fullness of Christ. Now notice it's not just the rose, me teaching. It's you guys ministering, you guys interacting in groups that brings us to full maturity. And we'll never come to full maturity. Full maturity in God comes from rows and circles. We'll never come full circle until we live in a circle. So uh, you can tell I'm selling something today. And the reason I'm selling this is because it's going to change your life and benefit you. And as a pastor, I've learned that I, I have to take the principles in the Bible and I, I, have to, I have to make them come alive and help people to see this is the next step that I need to take so I can grow in my spiritual walk. Because when you think about it, what we do now impacts our forever. So this life is going to impact our forever. And we get so focused on just this life. But when this life ends, we go into eternity. And how we live this life literally 
impacts our entire eternity. And our enemy would love us to just stay focused on this life. But the best thing you can do is grow your spiritual life and we'll never come full circle and grow spiritually to the level God wants us to until we live in a circle. So I got to thinking about the best excuses you guys could throw at me or I could throw at someone for why I'm not going to get into a connect group. And I came up with five. So here's the first one. You ready? Uh, the first one is ignorance. And it, the statement I put with this is, I didn't know they were important. And guess what? If, if you're here, you can no longer claim ignorance. I ruined your life in this area. And even if you left right now, I got you. Now, here, here's a cool quote. Truth does not cease to exist because it's unknown. Isn't, isn't it true that in order for the body to fully mature, we need both rows and circles? That's what Ephesians 4, 11, 12, and 13 is saying. Uh, isn't it true that that existed whether you knew it or not? And if you don't know it, here, here's a verse, Hosea 4, 6. My people are destroyed from a lack of knowledge. So it's still true, but if you don't know it, it can open the door up for the enemy to really wreck your spiritual life. And it brings a story to mind. Uh, back at, when I was in Bible school, I was the young adults pastor. I, I got to be real close with this guy. His name was Michael Sills. And Michael didn't go to Bible school with me. He, he, he was in our group, and he became one of the leaders in our young adult ministry. And uh, Michael was a graphic artist, and just an incredible graphic artist. He worked for a really large ministry there in town. And uh, so when I came back here to start the church, he called me one day and said, hey, this marketing firm, I forget the name of the firm, high-level firm, prestigious firm in Manhattan, New York City. He said they called me and they, they want to hire me. They want, they want me to come on and be one of their graphic artists. He was so excited. So he moves to Manhattan, has this prestigious job, He's living in a condo in Manhattan. And uh, we're staying in touch. And, and, and as he's there, he's making new friends. And one of his new friends was getting married. So he's going to go to the wedding. And uh, he's doing the subway system to get to the wedding. So he gets on the subway and he gets off and he walks up the steps to ground level. He walks just a short distance and he looks around and he realizes, I got off one exit too early. And he saw all these gang members staring him down. So he tried to be cool and he turned around like this and he started walking as fast as he could. And this gang member, ran, he ran him down. And, and this gang of guys beat him up. They, they, they beat him nearly to death. They thought he was going to die. They stole his wallet. They even stole the card with the wedding present in it. And they left him there to die. Thankfully, there was a good Samaritan that came by, got him to a hospital, and he survived, and he, he, he's fine. He recovered. Now, why do I share that story? I really believe in the same way in Christianity. We, we get off a stop too early. We just typically get off at the row stop and we never go to the next stop which is the circles and our spiritual enemy the devil he beats some christians up nearly to death to where they're having a hard time spiritually they're dog paddling just to survive and the enemy wants to keep us ignorant because he doesn't want us to grow and my heart and my words to you are Let's go to the next stop, man. Let's take it to the circles and let's make that part of our life. And what's so exciting about that, and I'll say a little more in a moment, is the way we do connect groups here at Believers, they last 10 weeks. So it's, it's, it's 10 weeks, then we're going to do them again in, in the fall. So it's two 10-week cycles. 
Uh, it's something you can commit to. There's a beginning and there's an end. I'm the kind of guy, I have to have a beginning and, and an end, or I, I'm ADD. I get antsy if I have to stay with something and not know when it's going to change or end. But it's perfect, and God can grow you and work with you during that time. Here's the second reason. It's, it's called deception. Uh, and and uh, here's what I mean by this. I don't need any more people in my life. And I, I was there at one time in my life. Here's some cool scriptures. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So this could be rose, but what also makes us know for sure it's circles, you're encouraging one another. There's interaction going on, and interaction happens in circles. Then I love this next verse, Proverbs 27, 17. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And in connect groups, there's this sharpening that happens. It's absolutely spectacular. And this reminds me of a funny story. Growing up, I'm 55, so those of you who are around my age, you, 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 you will understand this. Growing up, I was a huge fan of Muhammad Ali, and I still think he's the best boxer that ever uh, lived. And he was really funny. He was a wordsmith. So he, he would say these phrases that rhymed, and, and then there was Howard Cosell, guys, you remember him? And the two of them, he was an announcer. They'd go back and forth, and, and I used to love to watch his fights. And of course, that's back when we had six six channels maybe at best if I could pick up a Pittsburgh channel. We had six channels on our TV. Can you, can you believe we didn't have a remote? We had to get up and change a channel. It was rough times. And uh, the choices were really, really thin. And, and back then, we used to have 20 inches of snow on the ground all the time. And I had to walk to school up a hill with, with no boots. And, and I had to come home up a hill, too. It was the really tough times, guys. And uh, the TV was really true, though. That's all true. So, so this is Muhammad Ali's story. He's on a plane, true story. And the stewardess is saying, hey, everybody needs to buckle up, buckle your seatbelts, buckle your seatbelts. And she, you know how they walk down and do the check. And so she stops and she says, sir, buckle your seatbelts. She keeps going. So then she makes an announcement again. She comes back and his seatbelt isn't buckled. So she stops. And I don't know if she knew who he was or not, but she says, sir, you need to buckle your seatbelt. And he looked at her and said, I'm Superman. Superman don't need a seatbelt. Now, she was witty, and she was quick, so she says, well, Superman don't need a plane to fly, neither. Buckle your seatbelt. <laughs> it's, it's just absolutely documented true story. Now, I say this for this reason. Some of us think we're Superman. We think we're so tough that we're an island that can stand on our own. And you know what? In order for you to grow and mature and in order for God to bring you to where he needs to bring you, you need to be in a circle. You'll never come full circle till you sit in a circle. Here's reason number three, which would just simply be fear. Meeting new people makes me nervous, kind of as the statement that I put there. And, uh, you know, you're probably sitting here thinking, if I join a connect group, there's going to be a big circle. And in the center is going to be one chair. And that's where they're going to put me. And everyone's going to stare at me. And they might even point at me when the meeting begins. Or maybe they're going to come up and everybody will lay hands on me and cast a demon out of me. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be crazy. And you might be sitting here thinking, I can't face that. It's going to be absolutely something I can't do. 
And I think every one of us in this room have done something or had to do something that was really tough for us to do. You know, when I started Believers, um, the, the first year of pastoring the church, I was so nervous about standing up and preaching that I had diarrhea every Sunday for a year. <laughs> Absolutely, I did. It was really difficult to do what I needed to do. And, and, uh, and it, it went away about after a year. And I was just so nervous about standing up and speaking in front of people. But I had to do it. I just had to do it. It's what God called me to do. And you know what? This scripture became real to me, Philippians 4.13. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. And this has helped me in a lot of areas of my life where there's some things I have to do where I say, Lord, I don't know if I can do that. Lord, that's really tough. And then I, I remember this scripture. God can give me the grace to do anything. Now, our connect groups don't begin this Wednesday. They begin the following Wednesday. So if you're here and fear is the thing that's holding you back, read this scripture every day a couple times. And God's going to drop some grace on you to enable you to do some things and walk into that group and meet some people you've never met before. Here's, here's reason number four, past experiences. And, you know, someone tried to take advantage of me or somebody hurt me, and I'm not going to allow that to happen again. And I would think all of us have some experiences in the past that have scarred us, and whether it's relationship or connect group. Here's what you want to know about experiences, bad experiences. I want to just take you to a higher level. I want you to look at it at a higher level, Okay. Your enemy, the devil, he's an incredible strategist. And if he ruined a relationship or he gave you some kind of bad experience, it wasn't just to ruin the moment or that relationship. It was to keep you out of relationships the rest of your life. It's not just for that one. He doesn't ever want you to get back into one. And the only way we can grow is through relationships. And so uh, don't let him keep you in fear. And here's a scripture for you that's absolutely awesome. Uh, Philippians 3.13, you can meditate on this for, for, uh, to our connect groups. No, dear brothers, I'm still not all I should be. This is Paul speaking. But I'm bringing all my experiences to bear on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. Let's forget the past. Let's venture on to what's new and what God wants to do in our life new. We'll never come full circle till we live in a circle. And the last one is just busyness. You know, I, I just don't have time to get involved. And I've already talked about the fact this is 10 weeks. Let me just throw this at you. I'm, I'm really big on eternity. And I've already talked about this. What you do now will impact you forever. And what we do now is going to come and it's going to go. One of the values of being where I'm at in life, I'm 55. Now, I remember when I, was, I started the church at 24. I remember it like it was yesterday. It went so fast. I, I'm, it just was, it's just like a blink of the eye. And, and sometimes I look and I think, in 10 years, I'm 65. and 20 years, I'm 75. But a smile comes to my face. And here's why a smile comes to my face. I've lived my life for eternity. And you don't have to pastor to live your life for eternity. I've just followed Jesus. I've lived for God. I've made God and spiritual things more important than the things of this earth. I've walked away from some things in this earth and said, you're good, I'll do you in heaven. I'll do you the rest of my life in heaven uh, for eternity. But down here, I need to be busy about some things for God. So I'm, I'm not going to be able to do you. And I want to encourage you to adjust your life if you can. Now, some of you may work afternoon turns. We'll have some things that happen in the daytime, so we'll show you those. 
Last fall, we had an incredible time at BC Nights, and we averaged 450 people that were out on Wednesday alone. Then we had people in the other connect groups. We put a video together. We just want you to catch the flavor, so check this video out. BC Nights is fun, fresh, and full of life, and we are excited to launch our new semester on Wednesday, February 26th. Now, if you've never experienced BC Nights for yourself, here are a few things you can expect. Come early and grab some coffee and refreshments and make new friends. Then join Pastor Joe and the BC Band for an uplifting time of worship. After that, we'll break off into our different connect groups. Now, the best part is, is that we have a wide variety of options to help fit your individual needs and interests. For example, if you want to learn more about enhancing your marriage or raising your kids, then join one of our marriage connect groups or parenting groups. Maybe you've recently gone through a divorce or you're currently going through one. Then Divorce Care is a great group to give you the tools that you need to walk through this difficult time. Maybe you're looking to learn more about God through solid teaching. Then the BC Bible Study is perfect. And that's only the start. We offer Financial Peace University, Addiction Recovery, Cancer Recovery, Spiritual Growth Groups, and many more. And you want to know what makes BC Nights even better? Paramount, Super Kids, and Kids for God meet on Wednesdays as well. That means there's something for everyone. Ultimately, these groups are an awesome opportunity to make new friends and grow closer to God than you ever thought possible. Life is better together, and we invite you to be a part of it through BC Nights. It was absolutely awesome, and uh, on your seat you have this BC Night flyer. I want to encourage you to grab it, take it home with you, and I'm going to just go over the groups and just uh, talk about them just for a moment, and and uh, want to make you aware of what's going on, and then out in the lobby you'll have all the table, tables, the different leaders, and I want to I want to thank Tom and Donna Cowie and uh, Eric and Sue Thompson. They're they're running my signups because I'm talking with people, so I thank them for doing that. And also, real quick. We had someone last night that offered uh, up to $300 to pay for anybody's books for any of the classes. So if there's a book and you can't afford it, we have some scholarship money. So uh, just let us know, let the group leader know, and we have money that we can, we can use to help you out in that area. And here's one more thing, guys. You ready? I think all of us that know Jesus and love Jesus, we have friends and family that we want to love and know Jesus like we do. And connect groups are an incredible way to introduce them to church because they may not come to the rows they may have preconceived ideas about what happens in rows but you may be able to get them to a circle especially if there's an interest or a felt need that they have so as i go over this don't just think about yourself because you do want to connect yourself but also think about somebody you love that maybe they just went through a tough time and think about what you can get them into here at Believers. So uh, the first group that is next, this is just a one night. This is for one night. This is for people new at Believers, and it's the next step you take if you want to become part of the family. Uh, it's the next spiritual step you take. So it's only one night. We're going to offer it uh, every Wednesday night for the next uh, 10 weeks when we do the Connect group. So you can become part of that. And I met Larry and Mary out in the lobby after first service and they, they they're brand new here and they're going to go to next and they're also signing up for another group so they were really excited that they knew where they could go and carol metastic does a great job with this group and then we have our adult bible study and that's all on the list that you have so i won't go over all of them jan biggin is teaching on israel the first four weeks and she just does a great job on the subject of israel in the end times. so you, if you're interested in that and all kinds of other great teachers teaching 
And then we have what we call biblical foundations, and Pastor Albert Crosby is going to do this group again, and this deals with the basic foundations of Christianity. And he uses an Andy Stanley DVD curriculum. If you don't know Andy, one of the greatest pastors in the nation, pastors in Atlanta, incredible guy. We use his curriculum, and then we have the circles, and we talk, and we dialogue, and we go through the different things that are taught. This is the group I'm doing this time. It's called the Daniel Plan, and uh, uh, it, it, it's a lifestyle diet change and exercise change and mental change, and uh, it, it's, it's incredible. It deals with not only diet, but exercise, and it's done by Pastor Rick Warren, and he has Dr. Oz and others helping him, and uh, it's a 40-day plan. We're going to do it the whole 10 weeks, and I'm really excited about it. I read the book, and you'll need to get a workbook for this. It costs $10, or you can go to their website. Their website is um, danielplan.com. They actually have a PDF that you, of, of the workbook that you can pull up and you can print out. If you don't know what that is, ask a grandchild or a child. They'll, they'll tell you about PDFs, and they'll show you how to print it out. So you can print it out yourself on computer paper at home. Um, the website is incredible. It has all kinds of extra things. So this is all about us walking through this lifestyle change together. Rick Warren had some incredible results in his life and in other people's lives, and I'm really excited about it. There's national support for it, and it's going to be a great thing for those of you that are interested. And then we have Transformations, which is led by Paul and Paula Vanaski. And if there's an area of your life that you feel just needs transformed, they're going to show you the little principles, the little things that you can do to transform any area of your life. They taught this last time. People that went through loved it. Another group is uh, What on Earth Am I Here For? And Brandon Estelle is going to lead that group. This is another Rick Warren curriculum, and uh, Brandon does an incredible job. This is all about how to find your purpose in life and why, why you exist. Incredible group. You'll love it. And then we have a men's group that I, I want to get my hands on this curriculum. Pastor Rick Fritz, he's an incredible man of God. He's leading the group. They're going to go through Tony Dungy's curriculum, uh, Dare to Be Uncommon. He coached the uh, Indianapolis Colts when Colton won the Super Bowl, and now he's a commentator for the NFL. And uh, Tony's an awesome Christian man. We'll go through his, and then we're going to go through Craig Groeschel's curriculum, uh, Fight, Winning the Battles That Matter Most. And Craig pastors the largest church in America. He's out of Oklahoma City, lifechurch.tv, incredible pastor, incredible man of God. And then women, Debbie O'Leary's doing a group. She's a wonderful woman of God. You'll love her. And she's going through the book, Your Weaknesses, God's Strength. And you'll go through the book and you'll do your circles and get to know each other. And then we have this, this is one of our most popular uh, groups last time, Marriage Enhancement. And Dom and Tony Denunzio will be leading this group again. And they go through uh, Real Marriage Curriculum by, uh, that's done by Mark and uh, Grace Driscoll. Mark Pastor is an incredible church in Seattle. Everybody that went through this group, they, were just, they just raved about what they learned, and they also raved about the new connections and friendships that they made. And I want to just stop for a minute. You may be here, and you may have a, a really good marriage, but in order for marriage to say good or great, you need, you need to keep growing it and learning. So I encourage you to go in. But you might be here, and maybe you're not happy with your marriage, and this can help you take it to the next level. So just want to make sure you know that's available. It's incredible. And then we also have Cancer Recovery with Linda Paw. And uh, if you know anybody, yourself or anyone else that's uh, gone through cancer, you survived. Incredible woman of God, incredible group. 
Then, then we have grief recovery, dealing with loss of any kind. Uh, I may go to that because I'm going to lose some food in my group. So uh, I might go here for grief recovery. And uh, Carol Burke, he's an awesome woman of God. They're going to go through Max Legato's uh, book, uh, You'll Get Through This, Hope and Help for Your Turbulent Times. So uh, Carol does an incredible job. And then there's Celebrate Recovery, Freedom from Addictions. And Luther Stubbs led this last time. He, he's a certified uh, addiction counselor, and he's an incredible incredible man. So you'll love this group, those of you that have needs, or you might know someone that does. Then there's divorce care, experiencing complete healing if you've been through a divorce. And the leader is Christine Sees and Rand Berkey, and uh, awesome woman, awesome man of God. And if you've been through a divorce recently, th this will help you walk through the pain and get everything in your life back where you need it. And then we also have this, divorce care for kids. Stephanie Shaw does an incredible job with this incredible woman of God. If you've been through a divorce, your kids are hurting as much as you are. You may not see it or know it. I'd encourage you to make sure they get through this group also. Then Financial Peace University. This is Dave Ramsey, learning to get out of debt, learning to balance your finances. Gina and I have always been great with our finances. I'm a spreadsheet guy, but we went through this a couple years ago. We learned things that we didn't even understand. It changed our financial life. And if you want to you get to a place to where you can run your budget, I always tell, my, I tell all my kids, you got to get through it. And most of my kids have. It will change your life if you go through it. So now we, we're going to offer it on Wednesday night. So we'll have child care, guys. And uh, Bill and Henny Suter are going to lead that group. We also have one on Tuesday. You'll see in a moment. Then Paramount, our student ministry, senior high, they meet on Wednesday nights. And Joe Jr., my son, he oversees that. And then Paramount 2.2 is the junior high age. They meet Wednesday nights, but also after worship on second service, they go out into the lobby and they go to their room. And so they're doing that right now as we're in here. And uh, I raised four kids and uh, my four kids, all they all love God. They love Jesus. They all come to church. And that's absolutely uncommon for pastor's kids. And yet they all love God. And I believe a big part of it, we lived it at home, but we had them in our student ministry here. And it, it, if they're in public school, they need to also develop some Christian friends. It's essential for them to grow. They'll never come full circle till they live in a circle. So I encourage you to make time for them and make that happen. And then parenting, we have some classes on parenting. Uh, the, the first one's Pastor Bruce and Janice Buckler. This is Joe McGee curriculum. Um, he's gonna, we're going to go over through his curriculum, eight basic principles every kid should have before they leave home. And if Joe was here this summer, those of you that heard him, he's an awesome, awesome guy. And then uh, the second one for parenting is parenting the elementary years. This is Orange Curriculum, which is incredible curriculum. They're going to go through Playing for Keeps. Brad and Agnes Clucky will be leading that incredible group. And then the third one that's happening is Parenting the Five Love Languages of a Teenager, uh, of Teenagers. My wife will be going through the book of Gary Chapman. She's leading this group. If you have teenagers, it will help you understand how to speak positive things into their life and help them grow and become everything God wants them to be. Then going to cover a couple more. These are ones that are not on Wednesday. So everything I covered is Wednesday. These are the other nights. And we have Financial Peace again on Tuesday at 6 p.m. And this is led by Dave and Jolene Lewis. Awesome couple. They've been leading this for a long time. They're Tuesday nights. And then uh, we have Holy Spirit course, Pastor Bill. If you're interested in more of the things of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, uh, this class is 7 p.m. on Tuesday nights. And you can hook up with Pastor Bill. 
Then we have Tuesday daytime prayer if you want to pray. Leaders, Tony D'Annunzio, you can call the church extension 160. She'll give you the details. Then we have young adult women. If you're a young adult woman here, Kristen Oakland, who oversees our connect groups, you just saw her on the video. She was our MC today. She's an awesome young woman. And she's going to be going through the book Girls with Swords by Lisa Bevere. So if you're a young woman, you don't maybe know a lot of people here at Believers, you want to get to know more, you want to be in that circle, you'll never come full circle till you live in a circle. Encourage you to get in this group. And then healing school, this is pretty cool. Pastor Bill's going to do a 1.30 p.m. and a 6.30 p.m. on Thursday healing school where he teaches on the subject of healing. And then Sunday night prayer, uh, Pastor Bill's going to lead this uh, at Tim and Elaine to, to Rose's house. If you want to get involved in prayer, call Pastor Bill's extension. And then this was our biggest group last time. I don't know why. I'm trying to beat them this time. Don't know if I can, but it's called Foodies. And uh, this is a group that gets together and goes to restaurants and fellowships. So it's a lot of fun. And this might be a good first step for many of you. Uh, Jim and Judy Caminetti, Terrell and uh, Terry and Cheryl Whalen, and then Tom and Gal Wood. They're the leaders, and uh, they're going to have a great time, mostly Friday nights. Guys, thank you for allowing me to go over this. Now I want to pray with you. Let's close our eyes. Let's bow our heads. Lord, I thank you for every precious person in this room. And, and I thank you, Lord, that we can change everything in our lives, Lord, as we interact with each other. And we thank you for a season in our church where we have these connect groups. We thank you for full turnarounds, Lord, in all of our lives as we grow together. And Lord, as we just wait a moment in your presence, I thank you for speaking to hearts and I thank you for helping us see how we can fit this in our schedule and directing us to where we need to be this time. Thank you, Jesus. And as you just sit there, your heads are bowed for a moment, your eyes closed. I want you to make a commitment to God that you're going to do everything in your power to get in a connect group. Tell him, I want to grow, Lord, and I'm going to make a commitment. This is going to be between you and God. And then make sure you go out to the tables and look them over before you go today. And remember, you can look online too. But I want to give you that God moment. We want to stay in an attitude of prayer, but heads are bowed, eyes are closed. But now I want to, I want to give a call, and a call for someone that might be here, people that might be here that can't remember if they ever made it real with God. Have, can you remember a day when you made it real with God where you, from your heart, made Jesus the Savior of your life? You know, the Bible teaches us, and again, you may not know this, but it's going to make sense when I say it, that all of us were born sin-stained and that all of us fall short of God's standard of holiness and it's because of Adam's sin and what Adam and Eve did. So God sent his son, Jesus, to save us. You might say, why did he let us do it? Well, God created you to have a free will. That's what this moment's all about. He didn't want to create robots and he knew we would fail, but he said, I have a, I have a fix for that. I'll send my son to fix that. And now your free will has to make a decision. You know, the Bible says, share this good news with everyone in the world. What's the good news? Jesus, the Son of God, came to the earth. He died for your sins. 
He spent three days and three nights in the heart of the earth, and God raised him from the grave. Jesus is alive, and whoever calls on his name, God will save them. If you're here and you say, Pastor Joe, I can't remember a day in my life when I prayed and I asked Jesus Christ to be my Savior. I want to help you make it personal right now. This is just about you and God, you and, you and Jesus. So heads are bowed, eyes are closed. I'm not asking you to join our church. I'm not asking you to join a religion. I'm asking you, do you believe what the Bible says? Jesus died for your sins. God raised him from the grave. He's the way, the truth, and the life. If you're here and you say, I do, would you pray with me right now? Everyone else in the room, would you help us? Say this after me. Say, Lord God, I know I'm a sinner. I repent of all my sins. And this day, I give my heart to Jesus. Jesus, I believe you died for me. God raised you from the grave. And I receive you as my Savior. You ready, ready for this one? Listen to this. And I make you Lord of my life. I make a decision today to follow you. Thank you for listening to the Connecting Place podcast. For more information about Believer's Church, visit believers.cc.